I'm so excited about this episode because we're actually going to be talking about the art of receiving and how to allow more abundance into your life. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to be leading you through a guided meditation on abundance. But before we get into that, I want to share with you that these first episodes of The Soul-Led Millionaire are actually episodes that I recorded in a previous podcast that I used to have back in 2019. And the reason that I want to include these episodes in this show is because I think it's such a great way to see someone's journey, to see their progress, to see how far they've come. I know I always love seeing someone else's experience and the obstacles they've overcome, as well as what they've learned, as well as how they've evolved over time. So I think it's a great way to bring this to you, to show you where I was at only those few years ago and to see how far I've come since then. As well as the fact that these episodes were great when I recorded them and they're very dear to me. So I figured why waste them? Why not let you have these episodes as well? So I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do, please come over and leave a review for the show and let me know on Instagram what you thought of it. Now, without further ado, let's get into the episode. So I have actually been reading up a lot on the difference between feminine and masculine energy lately. And what I've learned has actually made me think about the laws of the universe and the law of attraction and how in order to allow and receive more in our life, it's really about leaning back and staying high vibe and just letting all the good come in. It's not about trying to achieve it, you know, going out there and taking action. It's not about that at all. It's actually about relaxing. And how I've come to learn it is by stepping into your feminine energy. Now that doesn't mean you have to be a woman to have feminine energy. Everyone has both masculine and feminine energies and we use them at different times in our lives. Like for instance, I've been operating in masculine energy when it comes to my business for the last three years and only in the last couple of months I've really started getting more into a receptive feminine energy when it comes to my work because I found that operating in my masculine was basically killing me off. I was exhausted all the time because for me, it's, it, it's not natural for me to operate more in my masculine because I'm actually more of a feminine person and, and I have more of a feminine energy. And interestingly, when I look back over the last couple of years that I've been traveling, how my life has been set up, how, how I've set it up myself is that I've tended to operate in more masculine energy just based on the lifestyle that I've been living. So a lot of traveling, a lot of organization, a lot of action, a lot of planning, a lot of getting things done. That is traditionally a masculine energetic thing that we do. We all have that energy. So it's there's nothing wrong with that. But as I'm realizing that, I'm realizing now that there is a, a easier way I could go about it by operating in my fe- more feminine energy. Now, Rachel Jane Groover, who is the author of Powerful and Feminine, says that she likes to think of the feminine and masculine energies in terms of yin and yang because it helps her move away from the idea that feminine means woman and masculine means man. So if you're a guy and you're listening, when you hear the word feminine, think about it more as yin because obviously feminine might bring up some (laughs) things for you. She also said the theory of yin and yang 
central to Taoism and traditional Chinese medicine, states that the world is made up of two opposing yet complementary forces. Yin is feminine and yang is masculine. So in this philosophy, yin and yang work together to create harmony and order in our natural world. And when these two qualities are out of balance, resistance is the result. And a world where only the masculine and or or feminine way of living is honored is not a world of harmony and does not lead us to where we want to go. But both yin and yang are integral pieces of the puzzle that create balance, passion, and sustainability. So in saying that, yin is really the receptive power. You know, the feminine essence is all about opening up to receive. Whether that is through emotional support or insightful guidance, maybe helping to get things done, or favors that can help expand your business. Yin energy is really expressed through feelings rather than thoughts. But both thoughts and feelings are important, yet each plays a different role. Thoughts are linked to our mind's intelligence, whereas feelings are really connected to our hearts and our body's intelligence. You know, the feminine essence lives in harmony with emotions and energetic sensitivity rather than logic and strategy. But that doesn't mean logic and strategy are less important. They are important for their environments. But when we're talking about the art of receiving, it's about connecting to your heart. It's about being in flow. It's about staying relaxed, playful, and light. So an interesting story that I have for you is about how I started getting more into meditation last year. So I went to Bali in September for a couple of months. And... At the time, I was sort of going through a bit of a crisis and I needed to sort of heal a lot of things. And I decided that yoga was going to be one of them, except I had this huge resistance to yoga because I thought it was boring. I thought I would be really impatient and wouldn't be able to like keep up with it or stick to it. And I don't know, I just had a really big block about yoga. And then my friend, she told me about yin yoga, which is really just restorative yoga but the thing that sold it to me was that you spend the whole time on the floor (laughs) which I love it's basically like sleeping (laughs) Um, but if you don't know what yin yoga is it is a slower form of yoga yin and you sit in the yoga positions and they're usually floor-based positions and you sit in those positions for three to six minutes at a time so you're sitting in them for a long time it's not like vinyasa where you're moving in flow all the time. It's you sit in one position for a long ass time. So I decided to go to my first class. I was on Facebook and saw that um, this yoga studio was doing a special yin yoga class, which was a moon circle class. And uh, if you know me, you know, I really like to follow moon cycles. And when I got there, it was about 6 p.m. and it was it was starting to get quite dark. And when I went into the actual room, it was candlelit and it was a wooden room that had like a bamboo ceiling. So it was sort of like the whole perfect environment for that type of event. And so we all got our mats and we sat down and our teacher, she introduced herself to us and she read a snippet out of her journal explaining about that particular full moon that was happening at the time and how our class that day was going to focus on doing poses that align with manifesting what we want based on the full moon and using the full moon energy to help 
bring in more abundance of what we want. And then we began and (laughs) we sat in each position for what felt like an eternity. (laughs) But the thing about the class was that you had no other option but to just surrender to it, just to surrender to the, the soreness, which wasn't too bad, to be honest. It was just, it was like stretching, but a good stretch. And you had to relax into it. So a lot of the poses, you either had a bolster to like lie on while your body was contortioned in a different way. Um, or you had the blocks that you could rest your head on if, say, you couldn't lean too far to one way. You know, you weren't as flexible yet. And you just had to relax and surrender into the position. And what I found was that I went into a deep meditative state, like a super deep, super relaxed, super, I don't even know how to explain it, but it was just like ultimate relaxation. And I just melted into it. And when the class finished, I felt the lightest and the most at peace and calm I had felt in probably years. It was, it was crazy. And I remember thinking, wow, what was that? That was amazing. I felt amazing. And I don't even like yoga. But I, I was like, I, I need to do that again. I, I need to see if this is something that I could really stick to. And I, I wanted to know if I could get into that meditative state again. And so after that, I decided to come back for another class with a different teacher. And every single time I went to the class, I would go into that deep meditative state. And it got to the point where all I would have to do is sit in the first pose and boom, I was out in my meditative bliss. <laughs> and I was in that receptive energy, the, the, the slowed down, the relaxed energy. I wasn't in my head anymore because I am such an overthinker, such an overanalyzer, especially the way that I'd been operating in my business for the last couple of years. So I was all in my head figuring out strategies and ideas and planning things, especially because I travel all the time, you know, and, and, and getting dates set and plans made and flights booked and all of that. And so I was just constantly in my head and I didn't realize how much I was operating in masculine energy and how tired I was of it. <laughs> and so doing the yin yoga just helped me come back to myself It helped me come back into my heart, into my body, and it actually helped me feel relaxed and good and calm and at peace. And I I loved it. Every single class I went to, I would fall straight into that meditative state. So naturally, I got addicted to it. (laughs) But there was one particular day where I wasn't having a very good day. Like I had a lot of built up energy, and I'm not sure whether it was I just hadn't done much that that day or I'd been working too much, but I was like hyped up on a lot of mental energy, mental activity. And so my mind was like racing more than usual. And I remember going to the class and and I was there and I was like, I don't really know if I want to do this, but we'll see. I'm here now. I might as well do it. And I was like the only person in the class that day. (laughs) So I couldn't exactly leave. And I remember the first couple of poses that, that we did I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. I did not want to be in that studio. I was like, I just, I can't sit here. I need to do something. I need to go. I just, I just want to go. But I obviously couldn't because I didn't want to be rude and like leave. (laughs) 
Especially when you're the only one in the class. You literally, you can't leave. Then you're a jackass if you leave the class when you're the only person in there. And so I was like, you only have one option, Elise, and that's to just surrender. Just sit in the damn pose. And I did. And it didn't take very long, but an overwhelming feeling of peace and calm came over me. And before this class, my teacher, she was my favorite teacher, she read a part out of her journal. I'm not sure whether your yoga teachers do that, but in Bali, all the yoga teachers seem to read out of their journals, which is, I think, fantastic. And she explained how she came to start doing yoga. And she discovered that we store a lot of our emotions and our memories in our body and actual physical places in our body. And because of the inactivity of the human race these days, um, we don't have the opportunity to release that energy from our bodies. And even my mom told me a story the other day about how um, ducks, when they get into a fight, you know, they'll like scrap it out or whatever, and then they'll go their separate ways. And afterwards, you'll see them sort of like shake their whole bodies and ruffle their feathers and just shake it off. And they're literally shaking off all that energy that they just unleashed in their little scrap with their duck friend, right? And so she was talking about basically the same thing is that we store a lot of old repressed pent up energy in our bodies and we didn't try to release them. So when you get into a fight with your partner or a friend or someone, your boss, you take that in, into your body, you absorb it, but you don't necessarily release it. And I've definitely done this basically all of my life. I absorb my pain. I don't actually release it. I, I hold it in my body. And so when she was explaining that we hold these emotions in our bodies and when in different positions, when you sit in them for a long time, it re- starts releasing the energy in that body part. And unexpectedly, emotions can come up and all of a sudden you're crying. You don't know why. I remember thinking, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then this particular day when I didn't want to sit in this position because I just wanted to get out of there, like had too much mental activity going on. I sat in this position and I really calmed down and I came back into my body. And then all of a sudden I was lying there with, you know, my body twisted one way and just, I started crying and I had no idea why. And after the class, I talked to her and told her what happened. And she said, it's completely normal. It's a completely normal process. It's a literal release. And she said, and you'll find that the more that you do this, the more that things come up and you release it, the lighter you feel. And the more you start manifesting things, more abundance starts coming into your life because you now have the space, the literal space in your body to receive it. And I remember thinking, wow, this stuff is, this is actually legit. I get it now. I completely understand. And when I think about how we are as a human race and how much we're not tapping into our hearts as much as we should, it is needed now more than ever, not just to manifest and receive more abundance, but to actually come back to who we truly are and to feel connected to who we are and to our own bodies. So with saying all of that, I would love to get started with this abundance meditation. Obviously, you don't have to do any yin yoga to do it. But now that you understand that the art of receiving abundance, allowing more abundance, is all about connecting to your heart, opening it up, 
being in flow, staying relaxed and playful and light, you know that that's the energy you need to sit back into in the meditation. So try not to think about the how, try not to think about action steps, just sit in that energy of opening your heart up to receiving. Allow that guidance to come in. All right, let's get going with the meditation. Allow yourself to get comfortable. Close your eyes. Sit up straight. Breathe deeply into your heart. With each breath, Allow your body to soften. Each day, you have the opportunity to choose to live in abundance. Move into your heart. And ask yourself, what are you here to receive? Start to envision it coming towards you. How do you feel? How excited are you? How grateful do you feel? Who's there enjoying the moment with you? And how amazing does it feel knowing that the universe gave you exactly what you asked for? Feel those feelings and know it is yours. You don't have to know the how. You just have to trust that it's happening. You just have to keep your heart open. Because it is coming. It's already here. And there's so much abundance and good coming to you that you can't even fathom yet. Feel that. See it happening. Know that it's yours. And relax. It is in opening our hearts that we receive and we 
receive abundantly because it is divine law. As I connect to my heart, to my desires, and the things that truly light me up, my life is blessed with great financial and material prosperity. Money flows to me easily, constantly, and in great abundance. Whatever I invest always comes back to me doubled. Because my life is blessed with so much abundance, so much prosperity, so much success. I am blessed with tremendous prosperity because I know that my joy, my light, and my open heart is the ultimate creator of my desires. When I'm connected to my joyful presence, I attract support from the universe. Because the universe always, always has my back. I am healthy. I am happy. And I am enjoying every single moment of my abundant life. I surrender to the power greater than me. I trust and know with my open heart that all the abundance I desire is flowing to me and to everyone I love. And so be it. slowly open your eyes. How was that? Are you feeling more abundant, more relaxed, more in your heart energy? I sure am. I definitely am. If you found this meditation helpful, powerful, if you resonated with it, you are more than welcome to use this meditation anytime you like. Hey, it's Elise again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got a lot out of it. And if you did, I would love for you to share your review of this episode on iTunes. I want this podcast to get out to as many people as possible to help them become soul-led millionaires. So if you could do that, if you love the show and you want to share the love, 
please make sure you leave a review. If you would like more goodies, if you just can't get enough and you want to learn even more, I have a free three-day workshop on how to manifest $1,000 or more in 30 days that I would love for you to take. All the details of that are in the show notes below. Otherwise, if you just want to say hi, come over to Instagram at Elise McDowell. Thank you once again for listening to this episode. I will see you again soon.